wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to WrestleRant Radio for Thursday, August 13th, 2020. I am Graham G.S. Matthews. Hope you guys are doing well. We're doing things a bit differently this week. So as opposed to welcoming on Mr. Marceau to talk about the world of wrestling this past week, as opposed to featuring an exclusive interview with a current WWE or NXT superstar, we'll get back to that stuff next week, the week after. Mr. Marceau will be here next week, as he always is, not just to break down the week in wrestling, but to also help me break down the, or rather preview, the cards for NXT TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam for next weekend. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out for that next week right here on WrestleRant Radio, the full preview picks and predictions predictions for NXT TakeOver 30 in SummerSlam 2020 next week right here on the show. But until then, though, we got a very interesting episode on tap for you fine folks here today for the August 13th, 2020 episode. Again, no exclusive interview, no Mr. Marceau, but rather, we are welcoming on a very good friend of mine, someone who has been here on, on the show before multiple times over the last number of years, for the first time in quite a while, Jamie Lee Mack is back, baby. At Jamie Lee Mack on the Twitter machine. He is my, as we discuss in a moment, the best person, in my opinion, to talk all things wrestling themes with. And since it's been a while that we've had him on the show, I figured it would only be fitting. It would only be fitting to welcome him back to talk SummerSlam theme songs with the biggest party of the summer coming up next weekend. So we're talking every theme song in SummerSlam history, our favorite theme songs in SummerSlam history, our thoughts and memories of some of the matches and moments on each respective installment dating back to 1999. 99 or 98, I think it's 99, was the first SummerSlam to feature an actual theme song. We're talking about that stuff. We're talking about the current landscape of the wrestling world, what shows Jamie's been keeping up with, uh, recent wrestling theme songs, why the theme song for WrestleMania 36 was so good and among our favorites in recent years, uh, what he has been tuning into, talking about Raw Underground, and a lot of other stuff. It's an hour-plus conversation. That's going to take us to the end of the show here today. And like I said, for next week, Mr. Marceau will be back for helping me, uh, helping me with previewing, predicting, and offering picks for TakeOver 30 in SummerSlam 2020. So until then, guys, uh, real quickly, a few different things here. we got a couple exclusive interviews coming out, not only here on the show. Uh, I don't think we'll do an interview next week, but the week after, I might air the interview that I did last month with Dolph Ziggler going into his rematch on Raw with Drew McIntyre. It was a very cool interview. Um, that should be here on the show next week. Or not next week, I'm sorry, in two weeks. Um, but beyond all of that, DailyDDT.com right now, check it out. My exclusive interview with Bronson Reed before NXT this past week. We talked about his match that night with Damian Priest. We talked about his NXT North American Championship aspirations going into TakeOver 30. We talked about his potential dream match with Samoa Joe at some point. That's a match he really wants to have. We talked about his fellow Aussie 
Rhea Ripley, and so much more. That is up right now in article form on DailyDDT.com. Now, for the other interviews that I've been doing recently for Bleach Report, um, I did one two weeks ago with Bailey. I did one three weeks ago, like I said, with Dolph Ziggler. I did one last week with Big E. All great interviews. What we're working on right now for the next one that I'm going to do. And the official announcement on who it is should be up right now on my Twitter. I won't say it here, but it should be up right now as you listen to this on my Twitter account, at WrestleRant, so check it out. The next article that goes up for my next interview on Bleacher, probably next Monday is what we're looking at, I think, should feature the audio of the interview. In addition to a full transcript and, you know, the whole... If you don't want to listen to the interview, you can also read it as well in the actual article. So the audio of the interview should be included in the article when it goes up next week. That's the current plan. We're actually recording that interview today on Thursday. So the audio of it should be even in the article. You won't have to wait for WrestleRant Radio in a month from now to hear this person uh, and I have this exclusive interview going into one of these upcoming WWE events. And it's a pretty notable name and I'm very excited about it. So Keep an eye out for that. There's another big interview coming on the pipeline. Not exactly confirmed yet, but it's looking pretty likely for early next week. That article slash audio would be out uh, late next week as well before SummerSlam is what we're targeting. So again, lot to look forward to. I um, appreciate all the support. Check out WrestleRant.com for all the updates for videos, podcasts, articles, reviews, everything. Um, all my latest work is right there on WrestleRant.com. It is NextAirWrestling.net, but rechristianed as WrestleRant.com. We made the official move about a week ago. Didn't talk about it nearly enough just because my power went out and the world went to shit at that point. At least my world, anyway, for a couple days. And it just, it's been incredibly busy, still busy to this moment. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but I am very excited about that. Check that out right now as well, WrestleRant.com, the official home of WrestleRant Radio. And speaking of which, before we welcome on Jamie Lee Mack, be sure to check out full episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday, not only on WrestleRant.com, but also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. We're all over the place, baby, so... Find the show, uh, rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show. Every single Thursday, we got new episodes, including this one. As today, we're talking to Jamie Lee Mack about all things SummerSlam, baby. So at this time, welcome on a very good friend of mine at this time, at Jamie Lee Mack, talking SummerSlam theme songs. Jamie Lee Mack, welcome back to the show, brother. How are you? Graham, I just got one question. What's up, brother? What the fuck is raw underground? <laughs> That's a great question, and I honestly can't accurately answer that question. Have you I been can't... watching the shows regularly? Or have you just been catching glimpses and stuff? Uh, man, it's been... You know, it's funny. Um, for the longest time, I didn't have cable, and uh, we moved from our apartment on the north side of my hometown, mm -hmm. and now we're back in my old uh, mini home, which is fantastic that's awesome congrats and dude we yeah and um and we actually managed to score a pretty sweet deal with our uh with our internet provider um because we were originally going to switch from uh bell to uh um rogers and okay. for those of you that are not 
in Canada. Uh, Bell, Bell and Rogers are kind of like the top two like dogs um, in like in like the or, uh, in like the cable and and internet service land here. Mm-hmm. And Bell pretty much just said like, well, hang on. Uh, what if we throw in cable for like an extra 20 bucks a month? And it's like, okay, sweet. And mm-hmm. and they threw in like every channel imaginable, mm-hmm. uh, including the channel here uh, that broadcasts Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I've had that now for probably almost two months. I have not watched a single show. <laughs> well, you, I know over the last couple of years, it's just gotten to the point with you where I know you're, you're far from the only one. I've seen a lot of people this happen to on a respect to Twitter timelines where it just gets to a point where you're like, there's no real reason to continue watching the shit on the regular, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, I, and like, I feel now like just like just watching the videos that they post up on like Facebook and Instagram and there and, and like which, and like whichever other social media site that they're on now, I find that just watching the little clips on there is a lot easier now than just trying to watch a three hour show. Mm -hmm. Like, especially now where there's like, where, I mean, they have, they have fans quote unquote, but, you know, they're not really, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, true that. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have been, I mean, like, I've been firmly on the side of cancel all wrestling for the rest of the year until we get this pandemic shit figured out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because, and like, I, and like the second that all of this hit, I thought, man, like, just get through Mania and then just cancel it for the rest of the year and then and then give everyone a break. Give everyone a well-deserved break. Mm-hmm. Make me miss it. Mm-hmm. Make me want to watch. Make me want to tune in again. <laughs> but no, you had to keep beating the same dead fucking horse. Mm-hmm. And they bring back Shane for no reason. And now he's hosting this stupid underground stuff, which is basically Brawl for All in 2020. <laughs> Essentially. Like, now, I will say this. I, I think it's a it's a decent concept. I wasn't sold on it when I first saw it last week. Um, we're, we're actually recording this before Raw this week, so I'm not sure what the follow-up's yeah. going to be tonight. I'm not sure if it's going to be any different. Um, there were certain parts of it I did not like. It is different, and I'm looking for different. I don't know if it's the different I want in WWE, but I guess we'll soon see. I, I want to reserve some judgment. I, I was pooping all over it last week, and I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I just bought the latest Raw Underground shirt from WWE Shop because I saw they put that up this morning. Um, they'll, put a fucking, <laughs> they'll put up a Raw Underground shirt, but not like merch for friggin' I saw people complaining that Lynn yeah, Morgan is an ever yeah, you know, stuff like yeah, that. It's crazy. That'll be in the, uh, yeah, that'll definitely be in the, uh, or no, um, in the, uh, $5, uh, or, um, in the five, or no, uh, in the $5, uh, uh, fall, uh, <laughs> clear out sale there. Yeah, in the clearance the section. Next, yeah. Probably in the next one or two months. I would not be surprised. Hey, we're having a toilet paper shortage right now. You could just buy that and use that chair. I mean, why not, right? Anyone listening to this knows 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 exactly what I'm talking about. Trying to get anything shipped here from WWE shop, like like whatever price you're paying for whatever item, just double it, and that's what you're paying. <laughs> 
I got to tell you, dude, about a year ago, I don't think it was this year. I think it was um, in January of last year. You know, I got to give a shout out to him, uh, Jared, right? I'm not sure. I think his new Twitter handle is Ferens53. It was before JJF tweets. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's from Canada too. He actually won my Royal yeah. Rumble game last January, not this year, the year before that. And he's from Canada. Okay. And the other kid that won it, um, his name is Ross. I think it's Hardy DX fan on Twitter. He's a really good guy too. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's from England. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So like, <laughs> and the winners of the game, they get WWE shop shirts of whoever won the Rumble. So I had to ship one out to England and I had to ship one out to Canada. And you're right, dude. Like you have to pay an arm and a leg for the shipping. It's a whole different oh. website. It's such a pain in the ass. Oh, the shipping is ridiculous. And 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 like I find that now, if I ever, I mean, I haven't bought a shirt off of that site in oh god, I mean, I don't even want know like the or like the last shirt I bought. I I I, I want to say the last shirt I bought was like maybe the. One of I like I want to say one of the um, Brian shirts like when he first came back. Oh wow! Okay, and that was that was over two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I find that now, if I'm ever going to get anything off of that website, I plan on like just buying like a bunch of different things just to kind of like justify the shipping rate because <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. it's like twenty twenty to thirty dollars just to get it. Like just to ship it over the border, and then you know, and then there's the wait time on top of that, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, if you, I mean, like, I mean, if you're, I mean, like, if you think you're gonna get like Amazon Prime quality service, you're sad, you're sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. This is not, is just not, not, not gonna happen. So, like, with Black Friday, I know, and I always take advantage of that sale every November, they sometimes do free shipping. Does that apply to you guys, or is it only here in the U.S.? I imagine it's only us. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I figured. No, you kidding me? Nah. Mm-hmm. Vince, ain't gonna, Vince is not going to ship something over the friggin' border for free. That ain't going <laughs> to that's a great point. I probably should have expected that, but yeah, no. The, the, the thing is, too, is that it's not even worth justifying the price. It's like, oh, I really want this shirt. At least in 2020, and I'm, I'm as big of a supporter of WWE Shop as anyone, they don't have a lot of great shirts. You know that Brian shirt? Are, are you talking about the blue one? You, are you talking about the one that it says, like, the yes uh, is back or something, or is it, it was, something else? Um, I think it's the gray one, and it has like an outline of him in blue, and he's doing the yes thing, and I think it says like "fight, fight for your oh, dreams." Oh, like okay, that. okay, yeah, I think I know what you're talking. Follow about. or follow your dreams, or mm-hmm. yeah, I think that was from right after he came back. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's no shirt on there right now that's worth paying that amount of money for. But if you want to buy a raw underground shirt, Jamie, I won't judge you. I'm just saying. <sighs> that's totally fine i'll be busy judging myself (laughs) so you say you haven't been watching the shows lately have you been able to keep in touch with any of the pay-per-views because i know there's people out there who don't watch raw from week to week and i don't blame them at all but they still tune in for some of the shows um do you still watch some of the pay-per-views or no uh last full pay-per-view i watched was money in the bank okay only a couple months ago i did i did not catch backlash Mm -hmm. and I just saw the title of what the fucking Extreme Rules pay-per-view was, and I was like, what is this hot garbage? <laughs> so, like, and, um, uh, 
but no, I haven't. Uh, so like the last two pay-per-views I haven't seen, uh, SummerSlam, I will probably give, no, I'll probably give SummerSlam a watch just because it's SummerSlam. And if the rumors are true and they're actually going to try and do it in a different uh, setting, then uh, I'll probably try and tune in, mm-hmm. you know, just something else is going on. But yeah. It's worth the shot. It's it's SummerSlam, you know. It's not WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble, but it's still one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year. Um, I don't yeah. know the last time that we spoke um, on the phone about any of this type of shit. It's probably been well over a year at this point. It's been a while. Um, but I know before we've done... The best theme songs of WrestleMania. I know we've done that. Uh, We did some of the best theme songs of, like, I think 2017, 2018, one of those two years, if not both. Um, Have you been able to see any of the theme songs they've done in the last couple of months at all for some of the shows that you've seen? Like, WrestleMania, I I know they used The Weeknd, whatever that song was called. Mania theme was great. It was, I agree. That was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a shame, just because of everything, you know, that... I mean, like, basically, like, 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 um, like, I find, like, um, like, like, shit hit the fan at, like, the worst possible time, because I really feel that that song would have, would have, or would have done so well in a stadium setting, and it just sucks that it had to be used in a place where there's literally nobody. I know. It sucked. And it's a great song, too. The thing was, I think, I I mean, it's a very popular song, obviously, right now. I didn't really hear too much of it before... I mean, I think I, I think I had heard of the song before WWE started using it. But there's, there's just something about hearing that song with like a video package or the rundown of a match card that just hits differently for wrestling fans, you know? It does. It does. And, and <laughs> I remember... You know, growing up, I thought, oh, man, if it ain't rock, it, like, I ain't listening to it at all. This is garbage. I, like, you know, I don't have any time time for this stuff. And then when WWE started to kind of get in, they're like, they're, like, they started kind of using, like, the more mainstream-ish, like, top, top 40 hits of the week uh, kind of music. I thought, oh, my God, what are they doing? This is awful. Like, this doesn't suit their, or, like, this this doesn't suit my wrestling whatsoever. But mm-hmm. now it's, now it's more so like, you know what? This, this, this stuff actually works. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but for a song, um, or, or, um, uh, but for some reason, the song that they use by the weekend, I don't know what it is about it, but it, but like that fit that mania for mm-hmm. some reason. I I mean like it definitely would have fit it better had circumstances been different. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was a uh, uh, it was it was uh, it was a it was a really really good choice. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. And uh, would you go so far as to say it was one of your favorite WrestleMania theme songs in recent years or no? Because I know they had uh, uh, the Love Runs Out song last year. I, uh, I probably, I would, I would probably say it's in my top three of like Mania 30s. Okay. That's, that, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. If, yeah. That, if that makes any sense. Yeah, of the modern era, let's put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great song. Uh, they've actually had 
A couple of good songs in the last couple of months with their pay-per-views haven't been the greatest pay-per-views content-wise, but the songs themselves, no. the, the, the songs themselves, excuse me, have actually been pretty good. Um, what was the last song aside from the weekend one? I think it was Blinding Lights, is what that song was called. Are there any other songs since the last one that we spoke that you heard that WWE used either, you know, preferably for a pay-per-view, but it could also be a video package that you heard that you were like, wow, this is a great song, downloading it right now? Because I know that was like a thing um, with a lot of people a long time ago. Any recent songs, though? Probably The Greatest Show. That's the use of Backlash. I nice. That Good choice. Good. Have you seen The Greatest Show? Um, uh, no. Actually, I haven't. Definitely. If you like the song, I would recommend checking out the movie, too. It's a very good movie. Okay, for sure. <laughs> um, I know I know they uh, they kind of redid the uh, the theme that they used for Money in the Bank. I know that. Uh, they didn't... Um, uh, I know this year they didn't use, like, the uh, classic one that they've been using for, like, the last... It feels like a decade now, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, they're, um, uh, yeah, so the new one that they used for that one was good. Uh, I have no idea what the one they used for the, uh, for, um, oh God, what's it called? I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, uh, A recent show? Um, yeah. Uh, Extreme Rules? Extreme Rules. Yeah. Horror Show. Horror Show. Yeah, I got to mention the horror show part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what song they used for that one or even if they used one. Mm -hmm. but. I think they did. I don't really remember it. It wasn't a song that was like, oh, that's so great. I, I don't remember what the song was because it wasn't, at least in, in my opinion, and I, I feel like we share the same taste in that sense. I don't think it was that good of a song, even though we've said before Extreme Rules has a pretty good track record. For having good theme songs, I don't think this one continued that streak, in my opinion. No, no. Well, and no, no, and well, like the and the uh, the show itself. Yeah. Also, also did not keep up any streak that that they may may <laughs> definitely may have had in terms of quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was decent. It wasn't the worst show of the year, I would say, but it definitely wasn't as good as some of those early Extreme Rules shows. Like people talk about, like the no. early Backlash shows and Judgment Day. Like that's your prime era right there. Um, but you know, oh, some okay. of those you yeah. know early Money in the Bank shows, especially Extreme Rules, were also very good in the late two thousands, early two thousand and tens. Um, just n not so much in recent years, though. But some of the theme songs have been good. So you mentioned SummerSlam. We got SummerSlam coming up. Honestly, as we speak right now, I do not know what the SummerSlam theme song for this year is. I didn't look it up. I don't. I don't even think they have one yet. And the pay per view is supposed to be next Sunday. So I don't know what's going on with that. Good um, Lord, you, is it next Sunday? It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I mean, I, we're speaking now on Monday. Oh so it's technically two weeks. But yeah, it's not this coming Sunday, but it's the Sunday after that, August 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. And you would never know. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I just uh, searched uh, SummerSlam 2020 theme on Google, and I don't see a thing. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Well, so, so chances are we'll probably know by, I want to say, Raw. Yeah, least. definitely. I would, I would assume so. I would assume they'll probably announce it on Raw 
it's very it's very rare they wait this long because they already have matches announced. It's not like they haven't shown the graphics for the matches because they have. Um, but no theme song is very odd. So we're going back to the beginning of SummerSlam here because like WrestleMania, you know, WrestleMania theme songs, people discuss that all the time, like the greatest WrestleMania theme songs. We had our own conversation on that uh, about a year or two ago. When it comes to SummerSlam, there's some sleepers here. There's a lot of good theme songs oh, that people, I, I, you know, that, that people don't even really remember or people just don't appreciate enough. And I'm not just talking about the early years either, because there's a lot of good early 2000s ones. Um, but we'll get to the 2010s momentarily. But we got to go back to the beginning here. At the earliest that I can find here on YouTube is SummerSlam '99 for a song called "Burnt Out." Do you? I have honestly, I haven't seen the show in years. Do you have any the earliest memory of a, a theme song being used for a SummerSlam pay-per-view? Because it says here 99, but for you it might be like 2001 or 02 or whatever. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'll i be honest, I don't have the foggiest memory of that. <laughs> uh, it's funny too because like I've been, um, I've been watching like the, or um, uh, I started actually, I think it was two years ago this month, I started like, a watch through of like all the raws and like the pay-per-views or like, uh, in chronological, uh, uh, in chronological order mm -hmm. on the network. Yep. And, um, <laughs> and actually I, I want to say, uh, I want to say the next, pay-per-view that i watch on it is actually SummerSlam 99 oh okay funny. so okay, i there you go. so probably once i reach that that's when i'll know <laughs> <laughs> as of right now though i just honestly have no idea i i've seen the show before it's been a long time i don't remember um i know they started using the pay-per-view i mean they obviously had some like instrumental classic music they were using yeah. for those early wrestlemanias i don't really think they. Introduced... i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked if they like blocked it out on the uh oh yeah good point version of it, yeah like they did with so many others you they know have. when they say oh, yeah when they say oh it's uncut it's unedited bullshit <laughs> they're just too cheap to but pay yeah, some of these royalties don't i don't believe anytime they say that i'm just like mm, i'm gonna be the judge of this because i remember a lot of stuff from these old base reviews yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not as uncensored or as uncut as they would like to promote it as. Um, definitely, yeah. especially when it comes to some of these songs, and we'll get to some of them later on, that I remember being a song for like a certain SummerSlam, and then it's not on the pay-per-view. Like in recent years, they've had them on the pay-per-views, because during the network era and whatever, they haven't dubbed over them. But some of the older ones, absolutely, yeah. it's evident. Um, so that was 99. They had one for 2000 as well called Race Against Time by Rex Carroll and Elliot Something, according to here on YouTube, a quick search. Any recollection of uh, of this song? Is, again, personally, I have none. Uh, I am also the same. Wow, we're getting off to a rough start. <laughs> I know. Uh, so much for a SummerSlam theme yeah. song podcast. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, no, uh, I will say SummerSlam 99 and... 2000 uh, i have not seen the or no uh, i have not watched all the way through um mm. i mean like you know i've seen the uh you know so like of course i've seen uh the uh the match with uh rock and angle and uh and uh and triple h yep and the first uh no 
and the first uh, or, um, uh, and and the first uh, TLC match. I oh, mean, from two thousand, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, but no, but also, of course, who really hasn't? I mean, like, exactly. if you've been a fan for as long as we have, if you haven't seen either of those, I mean, come on now, mm. get with it. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, but no, as no, as for the theme, I uh, don't really have any recollection of it. I have none. And the weird thing, I think we can really all trace this back to my way at WrestleMania 17. Cause I think Oh one is really when it kicked off the, like not just the good pay-per-view yeah. themes, but like the memorable pay-per-view themes. I know like oh, they yeah. had, yeah. what was it? Um, it was the, it was the instrumental version of Teddy Long's theme song. I think it was the WrestleMania theme song in WrestleMania uh, for WrestleMania 2000. They used that song, and again, it's not all that memorable. It's yeah. a good song, but you know. I yes, uh, yes, I believe the name of that song is called California. Is it California? I know it's on the. I I want to say it's on the anthology CD. Okay. Yeah. So if you go on, you know, or, or so. Uh, so if you search it up on Spotify, it should, it should be there. Oh, okay, cool. I, I didn't know. I yeah. figured, I, I remembered it had some sort of SummerSlam, uh, not SummerSlam, California name. And I was mixing it up with California Love, that song from so many years ago. I'm thinking that can't be the song. It wasn't oh, yeah. that song that they used. Um, and maybe it was, I feel like they used that at some point. Maybe not, but, um, yeah, no, that was a good song, but I think Oh one really was what kicked it off because we go to Oh one here. We're off to a rough start with 99 and 2000, but there is no way as a wrestling fan, you have your wrestling card revoked as a wrestling fan. If you have not heard in any circumstance, whether it be for SummerSlam Oh one or ECW or what have you bodies by drowning pool. I mean, first of all, who, who, what person has not heard of this song, but second of all, especially wrestling fans, I feel like I've heard it in a lot of different shows, pay-per-views, video packages, shit like that, but they use that for SummerSlam 01, and it was a good show, um, but that song itself, I, I honestly might remember that more than the pay-per-view itself, which was smack dab right in the middle of the invasion angle, they had some good matches, some good stuff on it, but that song, I mean, Bodies by Drowning Pool, dude, just perfectly fit the vibe of the late Attitude Era of 2001. If you are a rock fan or a metal fan of any kind, you have heard bodies in some form or fashion, whether it be on TV or a game or a friend showed it to you or whatever the case is. But definitely in wrestling, that that is that is one of the most used songs. It might even be the most used song in not just WWE, WWF history, but I want to say in all of wrestling like ever definitely definitely because uh, that song was the main theme for ecw when it relaunched back in 06 mm-hmm. and it and it was and it was also used for the alliance back in 2001 mm-hmm. um but mainly for the ecw side of it mm-hmm. um but like you know like <sighs> Um, yeah, uh, there's not really much more I can say about it, but, um, uh, but as for the O one show, uh, you know what? I have, I haven't watched the O one show back in, back in God knows how long. Um, 
and and see like that's and that's the funny thing about it too is that in is that yeah the whole invasion thing might not have been you know what we had hoped for but Man, we got some solid shows out of it. Definitely. Absolutely. And that whole time period holds a very special place in many people's hearts. Um, Even as someone who didn't grow up watching the early 2000s of WWE, I appreciate those pay-per-views on another level as well because the content and the the quality of some of these shows is just flat-out phenomenal. And that could absolutely be said for SummerSlam 2002. This is one of my hands-down favorite pay-per-views of all time. And again, I wasn't even a fan back then. That's how much I fucking love this show and Survivor Series 02 as well. That theme song sticks differently for me because um, Always by Saliva is just a great fucking song and it perfectly oh, yeah. fit. the. Vo- oh, I could listen to that song every day of the week. It's so good. Um, the odd thing is that SummerSlam, I would say, is... As entertaining of a show, if not slightly better. Both shows are amazing. But with this show, I don't remember, like, oh, what was the song that was used for? Apparently, there was no real song at all. It's a Jim Johnston song called Fight. So it must have been some generic, yep. you know, um, whatever. I had yep. never, I don't, mainly, I don't remember the song. Uh, it was mainly used for the Shawn Michaels and Triple H match. Gotcha, okay, for the video uh, package. Which is top, which is a top five video packages of all time easily i i like i might put it behind rock and awesome from mania 17 really it, it wow just, oh it's just amazing and the story <laughs> and the match and every oh i love SummerSlam slam 02 best <laughs> one i will put that i will put that SummerSlam up against any other one yeah i don't care I agree. I know WWE is doing on Twitter, I saw this week, they're doing a bracket of the greatest SummerSlams of all time. I think it's like every SummerSlam, but they just put it up in like bracket form. And if O2 isn't yeah, yeah. either the yeah. winner or if it's not a runner-up, that thing is fucking rigged because that show is just amazing. Oh, okay. It's so good. Like, we'll talk about the show here for just a quick second. Like you said, that video package is awesome. The match itself delivered I, I don't want to say it's underrated, but I feel like that feud, and specifically that first match they had on that show, does not get talked about enough. It's no Bulldog versus Bret Hart from 10 years earlier at SummerSlam 92, but it's still an absolutely amazing match that when you look at the broader picture of how that was Sean's first match back in almost five years, it's unbelievable. And it was just the perfect video package to accompany it. So I love that match. They got Brock versus Rock, Kurt and Ray. Um, just so many good matches on just one show. It's just amazing from start to finish. Oh my God. That show that like everything, everything about that show is just, is just absolutely just, just, just amazing. <laughs> and uh, I mean, no, and, uh, no, and like you said, like, er, I feel, I feel that the Sean and, or that the Sean and and uh, the Sean and the Triple H match does not get talked about very like like very much yeah. and yeah and like like it's just insane because Sean that he like in in the in ninety eight that man went out in the main event of Mania with a broken back, still pulled off a solid match against Austin, mm-hmm. went away, he came back, 
and he didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a damn thing. Yeah. He was he was still the same performer he was just four years prior. Mm-hmm. And I just and uh <laughs> I think my favorite moment of that entire show is after Sean beats him and then Hunter hits him in the back with the hammer and then Hunter's walking up the aisle and he's got that uh he's got that Cheshire cat smile on his face. <laughs> JR is on commentary calling him a son of a bitch and mm-hmm. every other and, and every other four to five letter word in the <laughs> word word in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's it's just a great visual. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. A, I gotta ask you this one thing too, and I've asked this to so many people when it comes to Triple H and Shawn Michaels from this show. And I again, I wasn't watching back then, so I don't quite understand it. But so th- it kind of kicked off when they had the DX reunion on Raw. And that was when Triple yep. H turned on Sean, went back to being a heel, blah, blah, blah. But then they filmed an angle, which is, again, a part of the video package, where Sean gets hit in the in the parking lot. And they pretend, I don't know if they pretend that it's not Triple H, but it's kind of a question of like, oh, who did it? Was it really like, what are your, what, what was going on there? Because clearly it had to be, I mean, that was obviously Triple H, but why did they play it off like, oh, we don't know who it is, if literally this guy um, just beat the shit out of him a week before? From my recollection, uh, it was, I know, Sean, okay, so Sean was in the parking lot, yep. and he got ambushed, and, and like, he looked like a bloody heap, yeah. um, and, and I remember that Hunter was there, and Bischoff was also there, and Bischoff just kind of looks at him and was like, oh, that was you. Of course it was. And then Hunter just, and then he just, and he pretty much all but said like, no, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they revealed it was, or was uh, kind of neat. Um, Cause they did the whole like via satellite thing. Uh, where Sean is in a studio somewhere and Hunter and Bischoff are both in the ring. And Sean said like, Oh, you know, it's really great how far no, no, uh, or no, it's really great how far technology has come, mm-hmm. uh, which I, which I find it hilarious that he said that because it was 2002. And <laughs> I know. In 2020, yeah. where things have drastically improved. Since yeah, then. right. But, uh, so basically, what they did was that they zoomed in on the footage, but it was so pixelated when they zoomed in. But they were able to like clear it up. Yeah, and it was Hunter, and he has and <laughs> and no, and of course, if at first sight you couldn't tell it was him, he was wearing his shirt with the big like cross thing on it. And it's like, okay, all right. Yeah. It was him. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess it was more so like, it was, I mean, like storyline wise, it was more so to give Sean a reason to come back. Like, Hey, this guy, this guy kind of tried to end your life a little bit by like, by like shoving your face into a car window and shattering it. And then you lost a lot of blood. Like, yeah, yeah. I would want to come back too and kick and just beat the, beat the Holy hell. Yeah. Uh, uh, out of that guy. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it's just a great 
video package. I didn't know that was the same song they used for the entire pay-per-view. When I go back and watch that show, I don't think of the song. Um, I, I think some of the best songs are the ones that you remember the most. For me personally, oh, yeah. it's, it's a good song. for the, It's a great video package. I'm not denying that. It is absolutely up there. Completely agree with you. It's one of the greatest of all time. Don't remember the song too much. I would have to go back and listen to it, but I am planning on rewatching that show soon because it is so goddamn good. Um, but we go from... 18 years. Yeah, it's just amazing. And then you go from those two shows in 01 and 02 to 03. 03, I remember being a solid show. They had Saint Anger by Metallica. Anytime you get Metallica involved with the wrestling theme song, you know it's going to be good. I don't have many recollections of the song itself. I haven't seen the show many times, so I personally can't say. Uh, But what about you, Jimmy? Any connections to Saint Anger by Metallica for SummerSlam 03? Uh, Personally, I'm a fan of that song by them. Uh, I know for some... uh, for some reason that I'm not exactly sure of, I mean, like I'm pretty sure if you Googled it, you could uh, you could find out the answer. But uh, for some reason, uh, uh, fan uh, <clears throat> uh, for some reason fans of Metallica don't like the Saint Anger album, and I'm not sure why. That's I odd. mean, like I, I mean, like I, I mean, like. I haven't listened, or like, uh, you're, um, the only song that I've ever heard off of it is the one that they use for SummerSlam, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't really have, no, uh, I don't really have, have much of a view on it, but, mm-hmm. uh, as for the show itself, um, I mean, uh, I think I was like, I want to say I was like nine years old at the time, and I remember it being really good uh, right up until, you know, Goldberg kicked ass for 10 minutes, and then once he's done. Yeah, so stupid. I fucking, I hate, I'm not a big fan of that match, and I hate the outcome. It's so stupid even 20 years later. Uh, I mean, like, the, the chamber match itself, like, I didn't hate it. I just, I mean, like, you know, I try, I try, I always try, don't let the finish ruin the match for you, don't let the finish ruin it for you, like, I, like, or like, I always try to keep that mindset in, and honestly, I don't hate the chamber match, I just don't understand the last 10 seconds of it. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. It's just dumb, I don't know why they would ruin Goldberg's momentum, I just haven't, I mean, I understand why they did it, because it's, you know, Triple H and WWE, um, but it's still yeah, dumb, yeah. It, it's one of those things that still does not make a ton of sense. All these years later. Um, SummerSlam 04, I, th- I thought was a good show, again, from what I can recall. Another show I'm not overly familiar with. Um, they did use Summertime Blues by Rush for this song, for this pay-per-view. Uh, and, and you have more memories of this song than I do, Jamie, so take it away. Um, well, uh, not so much with, with the song, but Rush is, I mean, if you are, not, I mean, like, if you are from any part of uh, you know, um, uh, if you are from any part of, no, um, of, yeah, sorry. If you are from any part of Canada, you know who Rush is because yeah. Rush is a legendary band from, no, no, in, uh, from, no, uh, uh, from this, or, uh, uh, from uh, from this side of the 
uh, from this side of the world. Yeah. Um, but as for the show itself, uh, only thing I or like the main things I can recall was that JBL got choke slammed through a limo, and apparently there was a fan that was on top of the limo that almost ruined the spot. I, didn't I don't know, know that. if it's on camera. Interesting. But I apparently, know that. apparently that. I mean, I've heard that from. Uh, who did I hear that from? I think I heard that from. Uh, oh, what's that podcast that Conrad does there with? Oh, uh, um. Something to wrestle with? Yes. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they they uh, they covered that show last year, and I think I remember, I think it was Pritchard that was the one that mentioned it. But, yeah, apparently there was a fan that somehow got on top of the limo and almost fucked up the spot for them, <laughs> which, I, which, is, uh, which is, of course, they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, there's that. Um, Randy Orton found the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, he and, did. Uh, Amazing how that happened. Yeah, he did. After <laughs> six months, or six, five or six months of it being missing. Mm-hmm. Or not. And uh, David Dodgeball. That was a train wreck. <laughs> I, dude, I completely forgot, forgot while you were talking that this show took place in Canada. So, of course, they would use a Rush song for the show. I'm such an idiot. That makes so much sense now that I think about yeah. it. Why did I not? Oh, my God. That's right. I mean, it was in I also, Canada. I mean, I, I mean, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't. I mean, I, like, you're like, I, you're like, I finally just kind of clued into that too <laughs> it's okay i feel a little bit better because you're a canadian so if you forgot that then it's okay that i forgot it too so that's totally oh, fine oh yeah <laughs> but yeah that was a decent show orton finding the world heavyweight championship was definitely a highlight um after a five or four month absence that guy vacant i mean he just took that title and ran with it for so long it's amazing um, I know, <laughs> but nonetheless, we get to 05. This is one of my more favorite SummerSlam installments. I thoroughly enjoy the show. Um, Hogan and Sean is just a fucking train wreck for different reasons. But you know, the oh, theme song itself—the theme song, in my opinion, might actually be better than the show itself. I love "Remedy" by Seether. Again, it's one of those songs where I wasn't a fan of WWE when this show happened, but I still, I know the song. I, I have it on my, on my phone. I, it feels weird to say iPod now. Cause your phone is kind of your iPod in oh, 2020. Gosh. You know, it's weird, but I love this song. I love this song. It's a good show. And, um, yeah, I'm just a big fan of it. I think it ranks up there as, as one of the better ones. But, uh, what about you, Jamie? We got a, a, a card full of matches here with Batista versus JBL, Cena, Jericho, Hogan, Sean, you got Eddie and Ray in the, in the ladder match, the custody of Dominic. I mean, this show is all over the place. What were your thoughts? on that in the theme song i find it crazy that 15 years ago dominic's like basically like his like childhood was on the line and now he's wrestling one of the top stars in the company isn't that crazy it's nuts i find like if anything is aged like i don't think there's anything that has aged me more than that Mm -hmm. because i remember that was some exclaim up live i remember i believe I think I went over to a friend of mine's house for that because his mom said that she would get it for us, which I was forever grateful because I was <laughs> never able to watch pay-per-views. Yeah. Actually, that, you know, now they're... And actually, that reminds me, I think SummerSlam 04 was the first pay-per-view that I ever actually ordered and watched at home. I mean, like, I didn't do it because I was 10. Yeah, yeah, but still. But, <laughs> but I mean... You get you get 
Vancouver, but you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, but oh uh, five. That was um, yeah. Uh, that was. <laughs> I saw a meme. I think it was the other day. I think I shared it like a year ago, and then it popped up in my or in my timeline memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it had said, uh, you know, sometimes I think about how WWE just had a whole ass ladder match for a kid. I <laughs> know, it's unbelievable. Like, that's just a crazy thing. And, like, see, at the time when I was watching it, I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. Like, either Eddie or Ray is going to have custody of Dominic, and now 15 years later, I'm thinking, my God, that was silly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Only in WWE <laughs> would you see a ladder match with the custody of a 10-year-old child, you know? That's hilarious. I just... <laughs> It's crazy. I see the graphic pop up on Twitter, Twitter every now and then, and I think, my God, I can't believe that was real. <laughs> I know, right? I can't believe they actually and did it. And it was a good match, too, and the best part about it might be when Eddie's like, where the fuck is Vicky? I was about to say, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie's pissed off because Vicky missed her cue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's, like, that's yeah, so that's going to get your favors at home, screaming, where the fuck is your wife? <laughs> yeah, right? I don't want to be in the car on the way home from that match. That's bad. No, me neither. That was terrible. But good match, though, good show. So we get to SummerSlam 06. We have an interesting thing here where it says, and not denying it, I think it was, we have Enemy by Godsmack as the 06 theme song. But, I, I mean, think there was a couple themes for that show. That's what I was going to say. So I thought, yeah. and I'm sure if I keep looking, I would find it, I thought they had Cobra Style as a theme song, too. And the reason why I say I'm not really sure, I'm pretty sure they did. But it's not on the network. Because I know when I watch the show, I'm like, oh, I get to hear this song. Like, I was already a fan of that song before I had ever heard that WWE had used it. And I'm like, oh, when I rewatch yeah. the pay-per-view, I can hear it. Never heard it once. I don't know if they had Enemy yeah. on there. I'd have to go back and listen to it. Um, but I don't think Cobra Style is um, so it's weird. I know on the DVD, like, the menu... I think the menu has the... No, I think the menu has the Godsmack song on there. Okay. And I want to say Cobra Style is played at some point throughout the show. I mean, like, you kind of hear it in the background. Yeah, it's one of those uh, secondary theme songs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that song I do... Or, but that song I... I, no, I do recall just because I feel like in 06 and 07 you heard that song in every fucking movie trailer. <laughs> yeah. I remember that very specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, but it worked for the SummerSlam show, though. I thought I thought both songs were good. I don't remember too much about the show itself. I know the main events were... Um, I know, Why does Big Show versus Sabu jump off the card initially to me? I don't know why. Um, <laughs> what else was on that show? I think it was Booker T, King Booker versus... Batista, I believe, and then no, was... I think I think I think the reason why Sabu and the Big Show pops out most to you is because I think that was the only time that uh, because I think that was like the only ECW title match that happened on any pay per view until all the pay per views became tri brand. <laughs> yeah, that's probably other why. other than the train wreck that was. Oh God! Well, uh, no, no. Um, other than the train wreck that was December 
to oh, what the hell? Oh, what, dismember. What the hell? Yeah, December to dismember. Dismember. Yep. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Other than that one, I want to say that might be the only time that that title was was or no, 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 was it? It's very rare. It was on a few shows, but very rarely, though. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I do remember that. It was such a train wreck of a match. That's probably why it stands <laughs> out. But, yeah, you're right about the ECW Championship. Complete afterthought. Um, again, 07 theme song. Don't remember much about the show itself. I thought it was a decent show from what I can recall. But I remember the song. Um, again, I wasn't watching full-time at this point, but why not Cat by Cat DeLuna? Yeah, exactly. I thought yeah, this is a good Luna, song. I, I, thought, I thought it perfectly fit the uh, vibe of SummerSlam 07 that year. I thought it was good. Uh-huh. You know what? I You know... I want to say that that was like the first like mainstream like popish kind of song that that they used where I was like, huh, this actually kind of fits. <laughs> it was good for SummerSlam. It. It's good. Yeah. This is actually good. Yeah. yeah. It's a good song. I'm looking at it on YouTube right now, and it has 151 million views. Not the SummerSlam theme oh. song, but like that song, Wine Up. It's like from her official YouTube channel from Cataluna yeah. uh, from 10 years ago. It has 151 million views, which goes to show you how I popular love, of a song it is. Um, but yeah, it's one of the, yeah, again, like you said, it's not your typical, like, again, it's, it's one of those weird things where I mentioned earlier, you know, the Seether song, um, Remedy, and then the Drowning Pool song, great hardcore rock songs. And, but, and they're among my favorite, too. But then you get to a song like this, or even Cobra Style, that they're not your typical traditional rock wrestling music, but they're still very good no, songs. No, 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 definitely. No, no, like, they're, no, no, they're, they're for sure not songs that I think of when I think of wrestling. Definitely. But even then, I think for SummerSlam, it worked. I thought it was just a good song. Um, they kind of go back to the rock theme for SummerSlam 08. This is more in my in my in my territory here. I love this song. I just there remember, you go. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember what I didn't Jet see Black the paper. Stare. It just it yeah exactly. Jet Black Stare, ready to roll. Good song. I was the just only, I think like I don't know if that band went any further than that. But <laughs> they I probably but, didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like that, like like. Man, I forget about that song. Mm-hmm. And any time that I am reminded of it, or like, or like, or like, maybe I'll watch that certain uh, show. Uh, man, man, that like that is a great, great tune. It's so good, and it's and it's for again. I'm biased because that's when I started watching, but. It's for a very good underappreciated pay-per-view. I was just discussing this the other day because I think WWE or the WWE Network account or whatever, they shared a tweet uh, involving the Cena-Batista match from that show. And I was like, oh, you know, I enjoyed the match. Very good show, whatever. And, uh, you know, they had that. They had the Hell in the Cell-Taker-Edge match. They had um, Sean and Jericho did their thing. They had Punk and JBL and Triple H and the Great Collie was in the greatest instant classic ever. Um, but it, it was it was a good show. I honestly I thoroughly enjoyed the show for what it was, and um, that that song just perfectly, I would say, captures the theme songs for 2008. Again, I'm biased because that's when I started watching, but that was the year that they had um, "Hell Yeah" by Rev Theory for the Extreme Rules yeah. show One Night Stand. They had um, the WrestleMania theme song. God, what is it? Also by Rev Theory. Light it up. Light it up, yes, exactly. Thank you, Jamie. Um, they had a lot of good songs that year. A lot of good songs uh, for pay per view theme songs, and this was one of them. And I, sur- I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So for the SummerSlam '09 theme song, they have, um, you know, Aerosmith. You got to move. Obviously, Aerosmith, classic band. Whatever. 
When I hear this song, though, it's a good song. It was a decent show. I don't think, and maybe this is just me, I don't think of SummerSlam 09. I think of Back in the Barnyard, or the Barnyard, or whatever the fuck it was called. They used this song in the movie um, that came out around this song, that came out around this time. Um, that's when I, what I think of when I hear this song. But it is a good song for a decent show. Um, any thoughts on this one, Jamie? Um... Other than, I mean, like, it, I mean, like, it does, I mean, like, it kind of, or, um, it kind of, or, um, uh, like fits for the me, vibe of the show. it kind of takes me back to, like, just, like, the year, like, 09 for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... It was kind of a crazy year, uh, just because uh, that was the year that my parents finally uh, 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 they or uh, that was the year that my parents finally uh, called it quits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and but somehow, like that summer for me, like that ended up being like. One of my favorite summers ever. Wow. <laughs> ever. Ever. Sorry, not ever. <laughs> yeah, I got what you mean. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and like there's no real, or, but like there's no real reason as for why. It, I mean, like it just, they're like, it was just a really good year. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, and, and like, uh, and I find that, uh, um, you got to move and, Yeah, yeah. Um, like that, and I also found that like wrestling that or uh, that year too was um, was or was uh, was just also just like really good mm-hmm. for yeah for yeah for some strange reason. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because well. Or, or well, like if you think back, like that year, uh, we had the we had Sean and Taker mm-hmm. at Mania, which was tremendous. Um, uh, we had uh, uh, we had uh, uh, yeah, God, DX reunion, uh, didn't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the punk. But, they did punk, punk and Hardy as well. I remember that feud. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it. Yeah, so there was Sean and there's or so there was Sean and then uh, Taker, mm-hmm. and then there was Punk and Hardy. And I know a lot of people shit on like the raw guest host thing. <laughs> I actually didn't mind it. I okay. thought some of it was really good, mm-hmm. and that was also the year that Bob, or, or, or no, and that no, and that was also the year that Bob. Uh, oh yeah, Bob or, Barker. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that was also the year that Bob Barker, aka the greatest host of all time, fight me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like. <laughs> I mean it felt I mean it felt like my two 
pieces of childhood were clashing because I used to watch The Price is Right with my grandparents all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I find out that he hosted a Raw. I was like, oh my God, they would be ecstatic about this if yeah. they were still around. <laughs> That's so cool. And he did a great job, too. He is absolutely one of the greatest guest hosts they've ever had. Like, when they announced recently, um, I think it was maybe last week on AEW Dynamite, they announced that there would be a moderator for the Jericho-Orange Cassidy debate or something. Part of me really wanted Von Barker until I realized Ah. that I was like 98 years old right now, so that's probably not happening during a pandemic. probably not. And he's probably not even aware of, like, I mean, like, let's be honest. He probably isn't really aware of what AEW really is. I mean, like, I'm sure he would know who WWE is, but I don't think he would know. I don't think he would know them very well. Yeah, I would. I would assume not. <laughs> you know, but uh, it was worth the shot. And yeah, I, I agree. '09 is a bit of an underrated year. Um, the theme song was good. The 2010 theme song, I thought, fit the show quite well. They had "Rip It Up" by Jet. When I hear this song and hear it during like a match graphic for that show, it sounds summary and I'll get to that with other songs as we move forward here but I thought this was a good song don't really give a shit about the show itself I thought they were like they had Sheamus and Randy Orton that ended in the fucking like DQ they had Kane and Rey Mysterio <laughs> not the greatest show of all time but I thought the theme was actually good it's a song again I'll still listen to to this day um any thoughts on Rip It Up by Jet Jamie uh very summary yeah, I like. I want to say that this is probably the, or that this is, or that this is probably the, or, uh, the frame where they started looking for more like summary themes. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of. Um, oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh. 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 Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and uh, one more thing mm-hmm. uh, 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 for that show. Uh, fuck Batman event. <laughs> oh, dude, I completely forgot. When I was thinking of SummerSlam, why didn't I think of Nexus versus Team WWE? I completely forgot about uh, that shit. And I think I just... I, I lo- like the match. The match was good. The last 10 seconds, we go... Like, I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. like, it's the same thing as... Um, Oh my God, as the as the uh, Goldberg thing, right? The, yeah, it's just the same thing as the chamber match. It's like that last ten to twenty seconds. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know don't why get you would do that. Day, mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It was a dumb finish. Not a fan of the show. Um, the main event was all right until those final few moments, as you mentioned. But yeah, like you said, I, I agree. I think one of the takeaways from that pay-per-view at least in my opinion and you would agree as well that they did kind of go for more summary theme songs from that point forward um they went with another kind of popular song from that point uh from 2011 from the next year uh bright lights bigger city and it's one of those pop songs again like the um the 07 theme song that again it's way more poppy and i don't know if it's polarizing i don't know if it's like one of the better ones one of the worst ones i actually love this song i actually really enjoyed the pay-per-view itself but even before the pay-per-view had happened i remember really liking this song and i'm not even the biggest CeeLo green fan in the world but i thought this was just a a great song and for me would be in my top five favorite SummerSlam theme songs not saying the best but for my favorite i would put it in that conversation um do you have any similar thoughts on this one jamie do you like it do you hate it do you not give a shit about it um I thought it fit the vibe of that year really well, uh, just with the graphics that they used 
and they use like the, uh, and, um, oh, what's the best way I can say this? Um, and, and like their use of like, uh, 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 like the city in the, uh, in the back. Yep. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The use of the city in the back, uh, for like whenever they were talking about like any kind of match that was being shown. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I thought, I thought that it was probably like, they're like, it might be one of the best uses that they've made of the, or of like a mainstream, like top, top 40, uh, hit songs for a pay-per-view. Definitely. That just, it, where it doesn't feel forced either. It feels like it's a genuine, natural fit for one specific show. And I agree. They didn't use the same SummerSlam graphics they normally do. Um, they kind of, updated a little bit to fit the vibe of that show with all the buildings and whatever, and that was when SummerSlam was still back in Los Angeles. Why they didn't do that for 09 2010 I have no idea, but they finally did it for 2011, and it worked, and I thought it was a great show. So we get to 2012 here. I'm not a big fan of the song. I heard it again recently on, like, one of those Spotify playlist things or whatever came up. Um, we got Don't Give Up by Kevin Rudolph. Now, I like Kevin Rudolph. WWE has used a number of his songs, most notably Let It Rock for the Rumble in 09. Um, they used one of his songs, I think, for a tribute to the Troops episode. They used one of his songs for fucking Tough Enough a couple of years ago. They've used a lot of his they music. Used, uh, they used one for him actually somewhat recently. I know they used it for TLC. TLC. Maybe yeah. it was last year? I'm trying to think. Yeah. They, they used the yeah, SummerSlam yeah. theme song um, in the last couple of years that yeah. was great. Well, there's like, I no, I think there's like two different versions of it. So like there's the version that he came out with, and mm. then there's a version that WWE did. Oh, okay. Which is, which is kind, which kind of fits like the groove of like a wrestling show more. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and for me, uh, I think I like the version that they use for the show better than the one that he actually uh, came out with. Really? I'd have to go back and compare the two. I don't remember the song exactly. I do remember them using Kevin Rudolph in recent years, um, and he has been one of those people like a Nickelback or something like that, um, who we're both a fan of, that they've used several times over before, because I guess just certain songs fit certain situations. Um, and it was a good song. Yeah, I remember yeah. it. You know, it wasn't one of my favorites, but it was it was all right. Um, it, it, it was decent for what it was. 2013 was kind of a similar story. I liked the song. Um, actually, there were two songs, I'm pretty sure. Because it says here they had Reach for the Stars. Eh. I don't know. That was, I guess that was the main theme, because they had another one. I don't remember, though. Where is it? I'm trying to find uh, it. I think it was called Gold Rush. Gold Rush. Yeah, I was going to say Gold Digger, but I'm like, yeah. that's definitely not it. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, um, I think it was like oh, two chains. Uh, I got it. I got it. I think it, it was by two chains featuring like I don't know a dozen different people. Yeah, it was. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. They got two chains. They got Macklemore and Da. I have no idea who that is, but that's who was on the song. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good song. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't. I remember "Reach for the Stars." Not a banger by any means. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh yes, I remember it now. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I remember hating it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like it want, it puts me to like sleep. It's not a rock song. It's not even like a pop. Like oh, like I'm ready to. I'm, I'm getting hyped for the show. It's like 
reach for the stars and it's like eh, i don't know it just sounds like disney channel no it no it's more so no like no like that's a like like yeah yeah i just remember hearing it on raw or smackdown or something and i was just like what the hell is this please don't tell me this is what they're actually going to use and then they (laughs) came out with the gold rush one and i was like Okay, this one's a little bit better. That one was better. That one was better. I actually like that yeah. song. Um, yeah. So 2014 was another one of those installments where they had several theme songs, as you mentioned, I think for 06. The main yeah, one... I wanna, Yeah, I want to say around this time is when they started having like a clusterfuck of songs for SummerSlam, which I never really understood why. Yeah, but. I don't get that. I just feel like just give one song the shine and yeah, if, if you want to use... Get one, just get one good one, just get one solid one and that's all you need. I just, yeah, I don't get it. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know why they do that. Um, I know they want to give it the WrestleMania feel and whatever, but the SummerSlam cards aren't big enough usually to warrant giving them a SummerSlam treatment, a WrestleMania treatment and giving them like five different theme songs. If they want to use one yeah. for like a video package, I kind of get that. But to like... So for this pay-per-view, again, I remember them having at least three because they, they had GDFR, which is Going Out For Real by Flo Rida, a song actually, it's a guilty pleasure. I actually really like the song. So they had that as the main song. My only complaint about that song is that I feel like that fucking horn he uses goes for way too long. <laughs> so they, they had that one. They had Sunshine by the Teddy Bears. I don't remember that song at all. Um, but it also had, I don't have I, it here. I for Go some ahead. reason, guilty pleasure. I actually kind of like that one. Okay, I I, 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 I got to listen to it again. I don't remember looking at it just right here, right now. I, I'll look. In, I'll listen back to it when we're done. Um, but I remember them having that. I remember them, and it's not popping up here. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they had a Fozzie song. They had lights out. The lights go out or whatever. For yes. like, yeah, what, they, they used it like for a match graphic once. I don't even know if you hear it on the show if you watch it back on the network. I don't remember if it was used on the show, but I do remember it was. I mean, like, they did list it as, like, an official theme. They did, yeah. Faced, yeah, because I think, I think he faced uh, Wyatt. He did, on that show, he did, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know why they didn't use it more. Again, same thing. Why not just use that theme song for the next pay-per-view as opposed to shoving it in there as a third SummerSlam song? And because they did that, no one really remembers it was a song because it was so it was such an afterthought, you know? Um, yeah, and and Fozzie right. does great work. And at least AEW, they used one Fozzie song. They used Nowhere to Run for one of their pay-per-views about a year ago. And they just used that one. And it was oh, like, oh, okay, cool. Tremendous song. It's a great song. Yeah, I'm and, not, I mean, personally, I'm not too impressed with Fozzie right now. But <laughs> I know. For reasons that are unrelated to the music itself. But I, I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. But the songs yeah. themselves are good. And I agree. Um, they they should have used that as the main song for it. I got to get your thoughts on this one, Jamie. Maybe you're different. I fucking hated. Oh, I, definitely I, <laughs> I went to this show, so I hated it. Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. It was so <laughs> annoying. I don't like the song. I find this one is polarizing a little bit. It is. It absolutely. Some people really loved it. Some people were like, why was this even a choice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, it's not a Demi thing. They used the Demi song for Mania 32 for one of the video packages. Um, God, it's a, it's a very popular song. Complicated or I don't, uh, whatever. It's called. You know what I'm talking about? I think. <sighs> I know was how that it for goes. For the women's match. For the women's match, yeah, exactly. Might might have been, yeah. Yeah, I I don't remember what it was called. I I have it on my like 
it's like it begins with a C or a D. I don't remember, but it was a great song. I just don't like this song for SummerSlam. And I listened to it recently on Spotify. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't hate it anymore. But hearing it 20 times over on the same show pissed me off. Yeah, it, exactly. I, I just didn't I, uh, like that. Yeah. I, you know, uh, very much like you at first, I was like, why the hell are they using? Like, like I just don't know why I was. I was like, why are they using Demi Lovato? I was like, what the, like, what, what, like, <laughs> what has, what is this, what has this company come to? Yeah. And of uh. course, like, I actually sat down and listened to it and I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. It was actually not bad. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like that, I like that with a lot of songs I find, uh, where, where, like, they'll, where like they'll say like hey here's here's the theme for the show and mm-hmm. I'll hear it once and thinking oh that's trash why would they ever why would they even think about using something like this and then I hear it a few times over and I'm like well damn it Vince I guess you got I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay I guess you're right this time. I mean, but, you know, also, who knows if he's even the one that's in charge of that stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I, I would assume not. Like, I'm, I'm not even sure who even is. Uh, I mean, whenever... Chances are, like, he just hears it and he just thinks, well... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, chances are, like, he just hears them where... Or, or like when he's doing like some kind of raw or SmackDown thing, and he goes, "God damn, pal!" Mm-hmm. That's what, that, 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 they're like, "That's some good, uh, that's some good shit right there." Yeah, definitely. I'm sure that's what I'm sure they just show uh, like a 10 second snippet to him. He's like, "Yeah, it's some good shit," and then they move on to the next thing. Yeah. And I know good Triple shit. H. Let's move on. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Triple H picks the theme songs for takeovers. I know that. Um, but for, for the main Thank roster, God. you know, I'm not really, I, I, I doubt he has any much input at all, but yeah, that, I'm just not a big fan of the song and as grown on me, I heard it like recently. I'm like, you know what? It's not terrible, but I hated it back when it no, first came it out. <laughs> it was just, it was annoying as hell, but they went back to, all right. I will say this before I moved to 2016, they had one of those background songs that wasn't really a song. It was one of those CFO, like background music, whatever. Uh, with the We Want It All, I don't know what the song is called. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That was better. I thought that if they used that, that it would actually That one is really good. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. And they I had, agree. They had something similar for 2016 with Back to the NYC. They've used that before, also by CFO. Oh, I love that one. I, I love did. that one, too. That one, I think, is more I of a song. I don't get why they booted CFOs. Like, they actually had some decent ones. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a money thing or what it was, but they had some great Probably work. They did some awesome thing. work, so... Yeah, I'm not sure. I, w- I would love to know. I would love to know. Because a lot of these songs are very good that they did, including this one. And they yeah. used that for 2016. And they had they went back to Flo Rida for a second time at SummerSlam for um, Who's With Me. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a decent song. You know, I thought it was all right. Not one of my favorite Flo Rida songs. But uh, where do you fall in the Flo Rida camp, Jimmy? Do you hate Flo Rida? Do you love Flo Rida? Because, you know, it's, again, he's very uh, polarizing with wrestling I'm fans. I'm indifferent towards him. <laughs> like, like, I don't hate him. Like, I think he's got better stuff than what WWE uses, but, um, I mean, like, as for, like, the hits and stuff, I mean, like, I don't have, I don't really have anything against them. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I don't know why it drives me nuts that he has a song for Survivor Series and WrestleMania. I think that's a little bit of an overkill, but <laughs> yeah. anyways, not going to hold grudges, mm-hmm. but I don't, like, I don't hate him. I don't love him. He's just kind of there for me. Okay. Like, you know, like, like, I'm not, I mean, like, like, let's just say you won't catch me buying a ticket if he's ever in town. That's so yeah, then again, you won't catch me buying any tickets with anything going on. <laughs> That's a great point. It's funny you mention that because um, my brother, who's in college at the moment, had a parents weekend thing about a year ago, last September. And they bring in like a new artist every year to play at these concerts in New York. And last, not oh, last cool. year, the, the year before that, they had the Jonas Brothers, which sounds incredibly random, but I guess they made a comeback recently. I have no idea. Um, but I guess. Oh, yes, they did. Trust me. My girlfriend is, is, it is she's one of the biggest, she's a huge Jonas Brothers fan. <laughs> That's and funny. of course, uh, once the news broke that they were. I don't know if they're uh, or if they're a thing again or if it's like a one-time deal or whatever the case yeah. is. Oh, she was all over that. <laughs> I'm sure. Trust me, cause I heard it all the time. That's so funny. Did you, how, how many times have you had to listen to the song Year 3000? <sighs> I don't think I've heard that one. It was in, like, I don't, I don't know if you've seen um, Meet the Robinsons, that old Disney movie. It was from, like, 07 or something, but... Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. You're, it was in that movie, I, I think. Might, I might have heard it on, like, the Family Channel, um, which is kind of like the Disney... Or which is which is kind of like uh, Canada's version of the Disney Channel. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, so I might have heard it there. I uh, can't mm. say I've heard it since. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. But no, uh, the one song that they came out with when they got back together, uh, um, what the hell's the name of it? Uh, Sucker. That's it. I'm sure if I heard the song, I would recognize it. I, it doesn't ring any bells from the title of it, but... Oh, consider yourself blessed. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't look it up, but maybe I will. We'll see, because now I'm intrigued. But uh, it was one of those things. So they had the Jonas Brothers at his at his school, and then last year when I was there, they had Flo Rida, and I'm like, listen, no, I I gotta go. There's no way I can't go. They have no, so. Oh, many... there you go. You got her now. I have there. You already know all of his hits. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say they have all the the songs that I that I like. You know, um, the WrestleMania songs, Good Feeling, whatever. If it, if it's wrestling related, I'm fucking there. And I actually saw technically a wrestling or a Flo Rida concert. When he went to WrestleMania 33 and he played um, Green Light, Give Me the Green Light, or whatever the hell it was. So I've technically heard oh, yeah. him twice, it, which is funny as hell. But, uh, you know, I've got a soft space in my in my heart for Flo Rida. I enjoy some of his songs. I can't say the same, though, about Machine Gun Kelly. Don't give two shits about him, to be honest with you. I know he did a theme song for Re- WrestleMania 28, which was very good, Invincible. I like that song. Um, Go for Broke for SummerSlam. Don't, I, I honestly don't even really remember it, but... If I if I if I thought it was that good, I would. But uh, what about Go for Broke, Jamie? Well, what are your thoughts on this one? I think I might have heard it once, and it was probably <laughs> when they went there. It probably was when SummerSlam was airing. But, there you go. That's uh, all we need to know. Go for Broke. I I feel like if I heard it, I would know it. But off the top of my head, I can't say that I know every word to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, honestly, I don't remember what the song was. I really don't. I remember they used them, and I was like, oh, I don't really care, because I don't really like Machine Gun Kelly for the most part, and I just I don't remember the song. And the worst part is that we're talking about songs from 15, 20 years ago that I remember more than that one, and that one was only literally three years ago. That's that's not good. Um, but 2018, I do remember. They had an AJR song, and my girlfriend loves AJR, so this is why I remember it. But it's not a bad song. Um, Burn the House Down, they had that one. Burn and, the House Down, yeah, yeah. That one's good. It's a good song, yeah. and they also had Sweet Sensation. I have honestly no... Oh, what the... F- what the... Did they have another Flo Rida song for this pay-per-view? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Probably. It says here, Sweet Sensation. They had another Flo Rida song. No shit. What the fuck? Of course. That's like the third time. Oh my... Wait, is that the third or fourth? He has to have some kind of a record. <laughs> he has to. He's got he's to have something on Vince. He's got to have like nude pictures or something. Because how does this guy keep coming back for all these theme songs? I've never heard that He song probably before. knows what's in the lockbox. <laughs> yeah, from Shane and uh, Vince in, 20, at, uh, in uh, 2016. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, no, Burn the House Down. Good song, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard it... Um... Or, uh, I can't remember if it was that one. I know there's one SummerSlam theme that's on, I think it might be on one of the NHL games that I have on the Xbox. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I definitely like that one better than Sweet Sensation or Sweet Vibration or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, the flow shit. Yeah. Yeah, not a big fan of that one. But yeah, Burn the House Down was uh, was a good song. And I'm very happy to close it out on this note since we don't know what the 2020 theme song is. And I know you like this song because I remember we were talking about this on Twitter last year. Go yeah. uh, from last Black year. Black Keys. Yes, yes, exactly. The Black, Black Keys. Keys. I forgot if who you don't they are. don't know who they are, Google them. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. They are... So good, and I love this song. The, the my only issue with this song is that it's only two and a half minutes long. Not even. It's like two. It's like I, two that's minutes. the thing, and that and that's the and you know that is the consistent problem that I keep having in my life. Every <laughs> single song that I find any remote interest in, I'm thinking, oh man, this is really good. It's like two minutes, two <laughs> minutes, fifteen seconds, two minutes, thirty seconds. I'm mm-hmm. like, are you? Me. Like the No Mercy theme song. That's only two minutes, too, I think, yep. or like a minute 50 or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, but just to yep, scrape over two minutes. <laughs> I love this song. I like the show. I remember being more entertained by the show than I was expecting to. But I just, even recently, as we go into SummerSlam this year, this is one of those songs that I can listen to now. And I, I make it sound like it's been five years. It was only a year ago. But it gets me hyped for SummerSlam next weekend, even though we completely forgot it was next weekend. Um, it gets me excited for yeah. it, you know, just hearing this song. Because, again, like we said earlier, from like 10 years earlier, it's one of those songs that screams SummerSlam, you know? It does, 100%. Such a good song. So, as yeah. we wrap up here, um, just off the top of your head, Best SummerSlam theme, favorite SummerSlam theme. For me personally, I think it's this one in no particular order. That would take a while to do. I would probably say this one. I would say probably Ready to Roll, um, Bright Lights, Bigger City. I might throw Seether in there, by a Remedy by Seether in there. And then, ah, man, there's so many good ones. Um, but at least those four that come to mind. Maybe Cobra Style, I'm not, or I, I got to think about it a little bit more. But at least those four for me. Maybe um, 
the Drowning Pool song, when the bodies hit the floor, maybe, maybe. But uh, there's a lot of good ones. There's so many good ones to choose from from the last two decades. Uh, from the last two decades. Off the top of your head, Jamie, what would you say your favorite slash best SummerSlam theme songs are? Uh, if I had to go in, like, top five, and, like, this is not in any order by any means, uh, but probably Go would be on there. Uh, the Fight song from O2, definitely, just because of, well, just Hunter and Sean just yeah. created magic mm-hmm. on that show. Uh <laughs> Probably throw Saint Anger in there just nice. because I have I've got fun I've got some I have or just because I've got some some fun uh, some eh, some fun memories from O three yeah uh probably throw Bright Lights Bigger City in there nice and. Hmm. Uh, probably throw You Gotta Move in there, too. Okay, nice. Underrated classic. Was not expecting that one. You throw me for a curveball yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah, and that's, I think there, and that's what, four? I think, I think that was four, yeah, and I have four, too. So. Okay, so fifth one. Uh, probably Jet Black Stare. I would put them in there. Yeah, from OA. Yeah, Ready to Roll. Good song, too. There, there's a lot of good ones. Again, I'm glad we had this conversation because there's so many good songs that just people do not give enough credit or get talked about enough because it's not WrestleMania, you know, and that's when the real good the, the real good end, uh, pay-per-view themes, excuse me, come out. Um, but yeah, no, this has been awesome, Jamie. This has been a lot of fun. I had another question for you. I was thinking about earlier your favorite theme songs. We just mentioned that. I could have sworn there was something else. Um, shit, I don't remember. Um, fuck, what was I going to ask you? Um, maybe it was just something I was going to tell you. I can't think of it right now. But if I remember, I'll, I'll DM it to you or tweet you or something. I don't know why I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. But uh, Oh, I don't know. Hey, that's fine. It's COVID. <laughs> exactly. Blame right? it on that. that. That's what I've been blaming everything else on. Right, yeah, COVID. Just blame COVID. That's that's the go-to excuse now. Yeah. Uh, so why not? But yeah, I, I'm, damn, I can't think of it. God damn, I can't think. But either way, we'll definitely have you back on the show at some point, Jamie. This has been awesome. Maybe for a Rumble one or a Survivor Series one. I feel like have we done the Rumble yet? I thought we did, but maybe we didn't. I I know we we've done Mania, SummerSlam, I think Survivor Series and Rumble are the are the ones that are left. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. Trying to think of another one that's got a good series of songs. Probably Extreme Rules or uh, Backlash, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say probably Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that one. I mean, unfortunately, it's already passed at this point. But maybe for 2021, that'll be oh, our yeah. next big goal, you know. And maybe get Rumble in there at, at some point as well. Um, those are always awesome. And I know you actually put together a Rumble playlist, didn't you, on Spotify maybe a year or two ago of like the best or like all the Rumble theme songs? Uh, or was that a something else? Well, maybe it was Mania or something. Probably. Yeah, it was a while Maybe. ago. I I don't know. Usually, if I'm bored, I'll just I'll you know like or <laughs> yeah like nor yeah like normally if I'm bored and I'm going through I don't know the apps and stuff and I'll think like oh well maybe if I make a playlist of like themes from this or uh, themes from this show mm-hmm. like that'll kill probably like uh, twenty minutes. <laughs> Not a bad idea, and people like me appreciate you for it. So, and I, I listen to that stuff on Spotify all the time. It's cool. 
Um, but anyway, people can find you on the Twitter machine, Jamie, at Jamie Lee Mac. I forgot to say that at the beginning, but we got it in there. Um, and yeah, any final thoughts as we ride off into the sunset here, Jamie? Oh, not much else other than what I said at, said at the very start. Um, no, there's not much else right now. I just, <laughs> so we, God, we, I just, I, I just, I hate, I hate wrestling right now. <laughs> <laughs> one final question though, Jamie, any chance that we see you pop up in raw underground in the coming weeks or is that an automatic? No. Uh, I am going to plead the fifth on that. Because <laughs> if you do, Jamie, you know I'm putting my money on you, so please don't let me down. Oh, I will, I will, I will try my very, very best. I mean, like, I probably won't go in there shirtless because, you know, no one, no one needs to see that image <laughs> in the brain. But mm-hmm. I will try my very, very best. Mm-hmm. Even though everyone knows that this whole thing is built for, uh, what the hell's his name? Baba Tunde. <laughs> Baba Tunde. I was going to say you could face him there in there. Oh, man. That's terrible. That is awful. So hopefully uh, less of more, uh, uh, less of under, raw underground, the better. Uh, more on that as it develops, of course, in the coming weeks. But uh, as I say, as you know, as I say every single time I talk to you, Jamie, one of these days when this shit is all over with, when COVID is done, when the world is back to being in a semi-decent place, we got to hook up. I got to come up to Canada or you got to come here in the States to see a show. It's got to happen. It's, it's inevitable. It's man, man, I have my license and I have my own car now. Nice, dude. So literally. Yeah. It is a happen. matter of when the borders open. <laughs> That's all it is. I got to call the government tell them, like, listen, I got to see Jamie Lee Mack. Please open up the borders. We got to chill and do a podcast as we've been planning out for a long time. I'll right? do I'll do the whole quarantine for 14 days thing. That don't matter. If anything, <laughs> just, if that just extends the vacation just that much longer. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, I, I'm totally there with you, brother. This has been awesome. Great talking in the phone per usual. Hopefully at some point we can make it happen in person. Uh, when COVID is not ruining the world as we speak. But until then, dude, this has been great. Oh, I got to tell you, too, my, my girlfriend and I, Alexis, we love seeing the dog pictures on Instagram. I got to tell you, oh, it's amazing. They will never stop, let's be honest. <laughs> I love me some pup are, pictures. They are my children, and I'm, and I'm currently watching them fight right now, actually. <laughs> oh, my Bella's God. Got some kind of a, Bella's got, like, the ultimate death, death grip on winning here. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe they'll be fighting in Raw Underground soon enough. Oh, God, probably. <laughs> this has been great, dude. Again, thanks again. Take your, uh, take care. Tell your girlfriend I said hi, and uh, congrats on the move again, dude. This has been great. Thank you so much, Graham. Appreciate take care, it. man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see you later. See you, Jamie. Bye. His pups just had to make a cameo right there at the end. How great is that? But big thanks to Jamie for coming on the show. Very much appreciate it. It's been a long time in the making. We were actually going to have him on at the beginning of the year to talk about the greatest theme songs of the decade. Uh, The timing didn't exactly work out, but I was happy we were able to get him on the show this week to talk the best and our favorite SummerSlam theme songs of all time. To some people, that might not sound like anything exciting, but if you follow professional wrestling closely enough, I would be shocked if the theme songs for certain wrestlers and certain shows don't matter to you. Jamie and I, we take that very seriously. And I love that conversation, and hopefully you guys did as well. As I said at the start of the show, check out right now my exclusive interview with WWE NXT superstar Bronson Reed right now on DailyDDT.com. Got another two more interviews coming up for Bleacher Report. 
No spoilers, at least not yet. It's probably already been revealed by the time you're listening to this, so go over to my Twitter machine, at WrestleRant, and check out the official announcement. You will not be disappointed. It's, it's a notable name, to say the least. So that's coming up tomorrow. Um, or I'm sorry, that interview is actually coming up on Monday, I think is what we're targeting, for Bleach Report, and another one soon after, ahead of SummerSlam next weekend. So check out those interviews. Next week here on WrestleRant Radio, Mr. Marceau is back to help me predict and pick and preview SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 30. Should be a great time. For all new episodes of WrestleRant Radio, guys, you can find us on WrestleRant.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Google Play. We're all over the place, so rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show. As they mentioned, all new episodes every single Thursday. As for me, you can find me on the Twitter machine at WrestleRant, on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Graham.GSM.Matthews and also on YouTube at YouTube.com backslash Graham GSM Matthews. And finally, on WrestleRant.com as well, I cannot stress that enough for all my latest articles, reviews, videos, podcasts, the one-stop destination for all things Graham GSM Matthews. So check that out right now as well. Until next time, guys, have a great rest of your week slash weekend. I'm Graham GSM Matthews, and I'll catch your ass down the road.